Welcome back to episode 201 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on... Uh, well, I've just realized that the reformat that we're going to try has rendered our tagline unusable. <laughs> it, it It's uh, where two of your friends take on a multitude of... Two of your friends each bring three <laughs> topics and no longer have a time limit. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Oh, see, this is like, I, it's funny. We Just before we started recording, I was telling you, I'm like, I, I feel unpracticed. I feel nervous, for lack of a better way to describe it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. I mean, we obviously haven't done this since the end of last year. So, right. you know, so we're we're four and a half, three and a half months into the new year. And we're just going to jump back into it. I mean, just, you know, it's like trying on your old pants, but they don't, they fit a little weird. Well, I feel like any 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 jankiness is really my fault because I was like we were talking about coming back and I was telling you sort of I had some, not not conditions, but I needed some change. I I needed to mix it up. I couldn't come back and do the exact same thing. And I know you were you felt a little differently. You were more comfortable maybe just coming right back doing and doing the same same show we were doing before. And I and I get and I get that. But you know what I mean? It's like we we started doing this just so we could just bullshit with each other right, anyway. Right. So and we made up the rules and now we're right. changing the rules. That's right. Fine. That's right. <laughs> like who's what up just because we did two hundred episodes of a one format doesn't mean we can't just slide back in here and just do something mildly different. It's like it's not even it's not even completely different. I think people who are longtime listeners of the show, um, you know, both of you um, will jump right back into it. It'll, it'll, it'll be as if it was just the same. Right. Welcome back to the exact same, but all new two on three podcasts. <laughs> I'm Ty and you can find me less and less often on Twitter at SEATJK and back with me tonight is Chris. Where can the people petition you in your office, Chris? <laughs> well, you can catch me on my public facing Twitter at CD Villasenor. Well, you can interact the show on Twitter at two on three pod or hit us up via email at Hello. At two on three pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. And you know what? No emails in the hiatus. So I, I know you guys missed us terribly. <laughs> <laughs> no one sends us email anyway. I would not have seen it. I was not checking. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back. It's been uh, three months and change, like you said, since you last heard from us. Um, we decided that in coming back, we're going to try something, like I said, exactly the same, but, but totally new. Um, we're going to do three topics each. We're not going to have the timer and we're not going to have set segment length. Segment length. Um, maybe it'll work, maybe not, but you as the listeners, you have to let us know. Do you like this? Is it fun for you? Is it, the, the show's going to move a little differently. Um, it'll be a little more dynamic. I think there are times where as we go through it, um, I might say, you know, I might talk for three minutes and you might be like, okay. And that might be the end of the segment. <laughs> and I think the same, I might just be like, yeah, okay. I don't have anything for that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, the buzzer, like we, like everyone will say, like they never paid attention to the buzzer anyway. Right. We did. We, we, you know, we use it to land the plane, but we'll see what we do. We'll see how we live without it. I mean, it might, it might be, it might be freeing. It might feel, it might feel like we need to put it back on at some point. Well, who knows? Well, I think the thing we need to make clear to the listeners too, is that even though we're going to basically essentially have six topics, every show, we may not get to all six and we're not going to hold ourselves to that standard. We're just going to see how long each one takes. I think that if we realize that, uh, you know, we need to move on, you might hear from the stormtroopers. But, you know, we'll try to make it timely. We'll, we'll make it, you know, we're, tr we're trying to make comedy here for you, right? In real time. <laughs> There's no, we used to, the, the old format often required, um, you know, I, I never want to sound like two people talking about something. They have no idea what they're talking about. So when we were digging into something, I always wanted to kind of um, do enough research to make us sound somewhat knowledgeable. And also, you know, so we could really dig into it, right? Here's the thing I discovered here. You know, what do you think about that? 
Um, and I, I, I think coming back, we don't want to get away from that, but we want to be able to move a little quicker. Just have, I don't want you know, not hot takes. This isn't the take line, but I'm, I'm, I'm lacking the vocabulary to describe, I think exactly what I have in mind to try trying to encapsulate. I just know that, um, I needed to do less prep and less, <laughs> less work to get the show out. <laughs> so to make it happen, we're going to be more dynamic. And that's, and that's totally fair. I mean, it's not like either of us are less busy. And, uh, but we do enjoy, I, you know, I was, I, I missed it. You know, I got a chance to do, you know, a little stint on the fact pod, mm-hmm. um, where I was beaten mercilessly. I heard your bad my... opinions. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bad opinions. They are well-reasoned opinions. And, um, the, uh, and, and I, it got me thinking, okay, I, I did miss this little time to air out some of the things that, that, that needed airing out on a, on a, on a regular basis. Now, right. Yeah, and we might decide that we're going to do this every other week, um, right. and uh, but but at least we're back for now, which is great. I do feel like the veteran podcasters are out there right now, going listening to this, and they're like, you hearing them justify this every other week, a less structured <laughs> show, six <laughs> weeks max. These guys are done. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're throwing in the towel. Here we go. It's it's we're spiraling. We're we're circling the drain. That's right. That's exactly right. All right. Well, here's what's on the menu tonight. I don't know. Maybe you'll get all of it. Maybe you won't get, you know, maybe two thirds of it. I don't know. But we're going to go with, we've got, and and my description is going to be short because we're trying to kind of keep it dynamic again. So professional baby namer. We've got, uh, we're going to talk about the MCU shows and a little bit about Moon Knight. Um, Clayton Kershaw getting pulled uh, through seven innings during a perfect game bid. Uh, Jaywalking being car propaganda. Uh the Wordle Masters, which I don't even know what that is, so I'm excited <laughs> to learn. And then finally, um, whether or not a little mild social violence is a good thing. I don't want to talk about Will Smith, but let's just say he inspired the segment. <laughs> uh, and then finally, it's the permanent return of Dad Jokes of the Week. And, and unless there's uh, something else, we're, we're out of here. Maybe there'll be an OT. I don't know. They might have something to come up. Um, but uh, with that, let's get into it. All right, so you have professional baby namer on, right. the, uh, on the agenda. Tell, yes. tell me about that. So... I came across an article about a woman who will name your baby for you for $10,000. <laughs> and, and people do it. Like, she has made in upwards of $150,000 from, you know, in the last Lifetime in, in earnings? Year. It says, in the last year? It, it says in 2020, she made more than $150,000 from people who needed her to help name your baby, their babies. Now... This feels now. I've worked. I've worked in the industry where we have like branding and people who have to name like drugs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a big, that's a big money, that's a big money industry. Like having you know, but you're dealing with trademarks and all these other things, and it takes research. But naming your paying someone ten thousand bucks to name your baby smacks of I have too much money and like no imagination. Like, do people not do? Do people not? know their like family trees or like did the people not just have a feeling about what they want to name their babies? Like, did you have any trouble thinking of names for your babies at all? Like, no, I mean, it took a while, right? We started kicking them around. I, I I don't know. I feel like that's the kind of thing where, first of all, that person needs to pay more taxes. Whoever, I mean, not, not the baby namer person, the people hiring the baby name. If you have 10 grand to spend on a baby namer, yeah, you should donate that money. They're definitely rich. And they're definitely they definitely have ten grand to throw around for obviously no reason. But See, this here's is my ex- favorite story. It's like recently right. the innovative entrepreneur chose the baby name Parks 
for a couple who had their first kiss in a town called Parker. <laughs> okay. So so she's going to sit down with you for some specified amount of time, like an hour, 90 minutes, and like mm-hmm. hear your love story and then like come up with with names for your baby. This is our daughter, Radisson, because that's where I got it in. <laughs> Ramada. <laughs> My daughter, Ramada, Radisson, and Red Lion, and our son, Red Lion. Because <laughs> that's where they're all conceived. Yes. The, this is, uh, I think this is an extension of my um, my theory that being rich like makes you non-functional in society. Yeah, I, like you uh, just you can't do any. You don't have to. Life demands so little of you. You just not, you can't even come up with a name for your child. Yeah, at some point, at some point, you know, maybe you're so focused on the thing that makes you money that you forget how to do the simple things. I think like, that's a generous read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a generous person, but you know, it's like. Let's say you're like a, a tax lawyer and you're good at tax law. And so what you're thinking about is tax law. So when you come home, the last thing you want to do is like, honey, what should we name our baby? It's like, I, no, I don't have any idea. Let's find someone. <laughs> I, let's find someone who can help us because I don't know what to name our baby. Yes. All I can come up with is Morty, short for amortizations. <laughs> right. Here's, here's, my, here's, the, here's the, the, another part of the, um, the article where she was asked uh, to help name the third baby and they needed a name to flow with their two older sons, Emmett and Miller. Those are the first two sons. So her top picks were, okay, so Emmett Miller. Are mm-hmm. the, the, now, which would you choose of these? Grady, Wilson, Waylon, or Fletcher? <laughs> I don't think I would choose any of those names. <laughs> it's, it's, Grady, I, if I had to choose from my name, it, I, I would probably choose Grady. But, but does it that, flow? But does it flow with with probably? the other kids? <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand. I don't even know. I don't. They made this up. They made this up. She's like selling this product to people. It's like, well, you really need a third name to flow with the other two children. So, fork over the ten k, and I will give you something that flows this is a con this is such a this is such a con artist game and she's getting people to be you know she got written up in a you know in a national she had a national article about her her career as a professional baby namer Uh, i would pay her nothing i would figure out i figure out my own self well what she needs to do is find out if there are other people doing this and form a cabal immediately so that she can insulate her business against people who now realize that this is a grift they can also do yeah well i mean People are sharpening their knives now. They're like, oh, don't don't go to her. She just she give you a name like Waylon <laughs> or Fletcher. Come on. Anybody can give you those names. Late stage way, capitalism. I have, I have way better names than that. <laughs> Late stage capitalism is just like it's 90 percent grift now. Yeah, because it's just it's things you could easily do yourself. But like, you remember you remember when we talked about dialing it in and the pleasure of dialing it in? I think that that's where we're at. We're just like there's there's so many there's this whole subset of people with so much money now that like. Mm. They need to ha- like dial in every single little part of their lives. They want to hire it out. Like it, right. it's got to be. I like that. I turn everything into a capitalist societal commentary. Sure. But it, this it, is it, a capitalist society. This is. And, you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like people make anything anymore. So this is it. This is what this is. The, these are the right. things that we produce. Right. And right? you know what? I, I mean, produce, I, I respect I the hustle. Names. I, yeah, I respect the hustle. Like sure. you would get out there and, and come up with an idea. What can you do that no one else can do? <laughs> This ain't it. Everybody can name a baby. Let's... Obviously not. <laughs> All right. 
so see, this is where it's really weird because I feel like, no, I'm ready to move on. And I'm just, but I'm only acknowledging the fact that we're going to move on because this is one of those times where we'd be stretching for the timer, right? We just did what, yeah. four minutes on that. And that's yeah. enough. That's plenty. That's plenty for this baby namer. So let's move on. Are you watching Moon Knight? I am. Moon Knigget. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't want to spoil it because... No, please don't. No, because, you know, no spoilers here. I'm not even going to talk that much about the show. I want, I do want your general impressions. How are you? How are you feeling about it? I, I feel like as an actor and an executive producer, Oscar Isaac said, I want to do like the most shit I can do. Like, and, and he's getting to do it. Like, this must be like really fun for an actor. I think that he has dialed up a really interesting thing where he gets to do interesting things as an actor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. God bless him for it. Cause yeah, he's super good at it. He's, he's one of the, he's one of our best, right? I mean, who's, you know, who's like in his age group, who's as good. I mean, as Oscar Isaac is, he's, he's great. Fantastic. Actor. I mean, you know me, I'm super fan. Number one over here. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I long leash, although I did, I did, uh, point out on Twitter the other day that I, I actually really hate his performance as Poe Dameron. I think it's a poorly written character and he doesn't do very well with the material he's given. It's not very interesting or believable. I mean, at the risk of fact, Papa coming to my house and stabbing me. Yeah. I mean, seven, eight, nine or yeah, whatever. So are you, have you watched all of the um, Disney plus MCU shows? I have, I have watched I have watched, and even and even more, and even then, some. So insane. I mean, what do you mean? What's in then some? Um, the Netflix stuff that you know. Oh that, yeah, those are now that now that. Had Daredevil, you not watched those previously? I'd had, but okay, but um, you know, now that Daredevil is officially MCU guy, um, and Filipinos are officially canon in the MCU, which is nice for me personally. <laughs> um. That, you know, it changes, it changes a lot of things. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. All right. So I ask you that because now we have five live action Disney plus shows in the last five, three years. How long have we been doing this? 2017? I should have. So this is what happens. You don't prepare. All right. Moving on. I want to know, in your opinion, sort of give me in order your top five. You could watch, you say these are the best, this, this is the best way. Back to front, front to back, however you want to do it. Okay. So I really enjoyed... Why did I enjoy Loki so much? Did you enjoy Loki? It's the best one by far. So, like, so in my Loki, opinion, by a large margin. So Loki was, again, like the best season of Doctor Who that I've watched in like since Tenet left, right? Yeah. Like he's, I mean, that is, that is really an enjoyable program. Like, people just, I'm a, good I'm also, actors, good actors having fun doing stuff. And it's, well, that's how much of this, this show stuff works because we have real actors and it feels like, you know, a big deal. Yeah. It's not like you get like TV actors. It's not like this Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing where you get like a bunch of like TV actors. Right. I mean, Clark like, Gregg and the, and the band and, and the, you know, the pips. And, right. <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't, I get it. You're TV actors. That, right. That's not a bad thing. It's just, but it's not, it's, you're not top shelf talent. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, Loki, I think Loki is, like, Loki is my favorite. I'm also Tom Hiddleston, super fan number one. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> so I what liked, else? What else? I liked, I liked Hawkeye. Okay, I liked Hawkeye also. And um, the, um, and the reason I liked it so much is that 
they were able to take something interesting like a like a like a physical disability uh-huh. and and make it a, an integral part like an, a really interesting part of the show like he had you know he wasn't able to hear very well he was struggling with that and then you know not the big bad but but a high level bad is also you know someone who had who was deaf right. it was just interesting i thought it was an interesting i thought it was an interesting story to tell yeah, I mean, the show I thought was really good. It was a little cluttered, right? Like it was we didn't have the I, the benefit of a really well-defined villain. Right? They tried to make it a mystery and then but then we, you know, also backdoor pilot echo. Right. Um so we got a little too much there, but I thought that like the the Hawkeye stuff uh and the Kate Bishop stuff was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um actually, I was at the comic book store the other day and they had the uh, first time I've seen it, the Hawkeye t-shirt. So it's the white shirt with the big purple target on it. Uh-huh. So I've already got my costume for this Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you're already you're already there. I'm just going to need some sort of purple bow and arrow, <laughs> <laughs> which is easy to get. You can get the Nerf one, like the exactly. Nerf the Nerf bow and arrow, and you'll some be, spray paint. Yeah, you're, it's it's uh, yeah, a layup for sure. All right, what's the, next? Um, so I'm going to bring up Wandavision. Okay, but. <laughs> I felt like WandaVision wasn't WandaVision like really just sad. It was really, it's like, it's a much more now, uh, as I was thinking about it earlier today, I was thinking it's a much more sad tale than I think that, that, that I think a lot of people took from it. Like, I think that when it's like dealing with like serious grief and, and heartache and just really, and I think that, it's so cute. Like the first parts of it where they're like harkening back to like old TV shows and it's kind of goofy and, you know, Agnes Harkness is like, da 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 da. We're all like, you know, it's, it's a very funny, like those first three or four episodes you're thinking, and then it just, and then it just flips over and you're just like, Oh, just like a, just like, like a huge gut punch. You know, I, I know that a lot of the critics didn't really like the way they wrapped it up. Um, I, I, maybe I'm the only one that marked out for white vision. I actually really enjoyed the weird, vision white vision scenes and i guess people really didn't like that i i don't know i i didn't follow the arguments against it but um i also really liked i like the gimmick too i thought you know especially it's aged well in my mind like mm. i actually didn't love it as much as i was watching it as i was enjoying loki like i could not wait for the next episode of loki i was upset it was over i just wanted more information more more loki all the time wandavision i was equally excited because it was our first mcu show mm-hmm. um, but at the end i wasn't like oh that was so great i was sort of like okay I mean, that was a whole bunch of information I just hadn't thought about or accessed at all in a long time because I'm not super like tied into that story. Right. Uh, but I enjoyed the gimmicks that like kind of, you know, and I, I enjoyed what was going on outside of uh, the town as well. Uh, but, but I didn't have an urge to go back and watch it immediately. Right. I didn't want like, Oh, let me right. watch it again. But as I think about it, I now think about it much more um, fondly now that I have some distance from it. I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go through WandaVision again. Like I said, I think it's just too like once the cat's out of the bag. I mean, it was. I mean, it was really. I mean, it was really interesting. All the things they did, like when when um, X Men Quicksilver shows up as mm-hmm. as, as. I mean, it's just. I mean, they did so many amazing things with that. It was great, but I think it. You know, it's sort of once the cat's out of the bag on that. I think it's um, um, not as. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I'd want to watch it again, which is too bad. But I think it it's may- good. 
it makes me wonder like if they would never do this, but it, it almost when they run a season of this, I wish they would also give you an option. Like here's a two hour cut of the whole thing. Uh-huh. Like if I want to watch WandaVision, don't make me watch eight episodes of TV. Let me just watch two hours where you've cut together all the relevant bits <laughs> so right. that I can just kind of enjoy the plot again. And you know, like a, like a recap version. Yeah. And matter of fact, give me, um, give me like multiple stage choices. Like I want to watch how much, like how much levity do I want? Like how much non plot, uh, impact plot impact. Can, can I, can I stomach like, okay, I'm actually, I want to watch the two forty five cut, you know, let me, mm-hmm. give me the 90 minute cut. <laughs> yeah. In the world of like when, when AI catches up enough that you could say, can you just give me the, just give me the, the thing. Right. All right. Now WandaVision, screen- WandaVision, all sitcom. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Make it light and fun. The, uh, and then I, that brings us now to, um, Falcon, the winter soldier. But, um, before I do that, I'm going to say that Netflix Daredevil probably belongs for me in the top two or top two, top two. Yeah. Because I think, I think if you watch all three of the, if you can just sort of get past the other things, um, Daredevil season one, two, and three are, it's terrific superhero television. It's great. It's amazing. So, um, I don't know about his, his supporting character universe from the Netflix thing. Like I like Jessica Jones. Um, Jessica Jones is good. That first episode, that first season of Jessica Jones is great. Cause tenant is the purple man. It's just harrowing. Yes. I mean, he's, it's like, it's like a horror movie. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, iron fist is a dud. And, and unfortunately, and, and I thought Luke Cage was pretty good. I just, but I'm just, I don't, I don't, I didn't get excited about like the story that they told about Luke Cage, but, but, um, I really enjoyed the first season of Luke Cage and yeah. then it sort of just, I could tell they didn't have a lot to say about it and it, it right. felt rehashed when you're when we're working through it. And I, you got to recast that if you're going to bring it back to the MCU, I'm sorry, Mike oh. Coulter, I'm sure he's a nice guy. It just doesn't, he doesn't have the, he's fine. He, the actor's fine, but when I grew up, it was Power Man and Iron Fist, right? Mm. It was, and Iron Fist is such a wild dud that I can't, <laughs> I can't stand it. I just like. We need to rescue Colleen Wing from the Iron Fist show, though. Yes, we do. We need, she needs to come back. We need to get a real Iron Fist. And then, yeah. and then you could have like Marvel Kung Fu. Like Kung Fu Marvel needs to have, a, you know, now that we have Master of Kung Fu, Shang-Chi. I mean, right. so. He needs Iron Fist. Shang-Chi and Iron Fist go hand in hand, but you cannot put that dude into a Marvel movie with <laughs> with Shang-Chi and like expect it to work out. We need we need a real Iron Fist. So but Daredevil's definitely at least by 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 all means a top two or three Marvel series. You also can't really put John Bernthal's Punisher in the MCU, can you? I mean He is. I like him. I like him. I like his. No, it's like, great. Watch, but can you imagine Punisher. going and watching like Avengers and then he's there like, oh, shooting <laughs> people and stuff. I don't think that's going to work. He's he belongs in a different part of the universe. I don't yeah. think he belongs. He's not he's not going to show up in like top tier stuff. But um, there's all kinds of great Punisher Wolverine, like war journal stuff that. Yeah, that is amazing. Tell that's amazing yeah. comic books that would totally work. If they re- when they recast Wolverine and do this X Men thing again, so I wish they had made the decision to um, to re-embrace these shows before they had made Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I actually think if you make Punisher the main antagonist in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we suddenly have something really cool. Yeah, 
as opposed yeah. to what we got, which again was villain confusion and really just about getting Sam in the heinous ass suit. <laughs> <laughs> And, the, yeah. and 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 rush hour and the, the sort of like yeah. aping rush hour a little bit right it's like yeah. you know it's it's too bad that the winter soldier has become sort of this i don't know he just he was such a i mean yeah you know captain you know captain america the winter you know captain america was it two is is two the winter soldier that's mm-hmm. such a good movie and winter soldier's so awesome and now he's sort of like the he's sort of like the the butt of the jokes which is yeah not great. Well, he feels bad about killing all those people. So it's, uh, it's a tough scene. Still, <laughs> All this to say that I think that, you know, uh, assuming that Moon Knight continues its strong run, that I think it's going to be number two for me. It's going to be hard for it not to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, something would have to go <laughs> really wrong for it not to be a, a top top three for me. So it's good. I'm glad they're, I'm glad they're forging ahead. I think, that, I think that phase four that we're in right now is... <clears throat> is really interesting. I mean, it's they're 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 surfacing characters that you never thought you'd see. Mm-hmm. All of the all of the big hitters are all retiring or you know, mm. have all retired. We don't have a Captain America. Well, we do. <laughs> I we like have... Sam. I the suit is just poop. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't even have superpowers. It's a weird. It's a weird yeah. thing. And Get the There's no Tony. Race. Like you're gonna, we're gonna miss Downey. So I mean, we'll see how they, we'll see how they, uh, we'll see how they roll forward. I literally can't hear the name Tony Stark without thinking in the Jeff Bridges Obadiah Stane voice. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> All right. All right. Next, you um, you put in the agenda that we're going to talk about Clayton Kershaw, who was uh, seven innings into a no hit bid, or sorry, a perfect perfect game bid mm-hmm. just last week, yeah. uh, and got pulled. After okay, so I'm just saying this is a, this is one of these throwaway things, but I just wanted to get this out there that if you are bidding for the 24th or 25th perfect game ever thrown in the history of baseball, and you are the highest paid pitcher in baseball, and you're in total control of this game, you pitch seven innings, like you have 80 pitches, maybe you throw. He's already he's already thrown eighty pitches through seven innings. It's like, don't you let it you you, you don't let him finish? I, I, for me, I don't know how he feels about it. My sense is he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't seem but, to. But, but for baseball fans, for fans who I think have felt like baseball has been changing for the worse for the past decade. Yeah, you know, I mean that games aren't as fun to watch and this and that and this and that to give to, to give the you know the game a chance for a perfect game is i mean even if he pitches you know two more hitters or somebody gets a hit off him or something like that you can pull him okay but but you can't i don't i mean i, feels I like, absolutely feels understand like, where you're coming from yeah it feels like it feels like you've cheated it feels like you've cheated people fans out of something and if i was a dodgers fan and i was watching that game if you were one of the twelve fans who were in the stadium at that at that point, okay, I, I would in felt, person, I would have felt, felt cheated. <laughs> sure, okay, in person, yes. Um, but you I, haven't loved baseball in like twenty years, so what, I know, do what love you... baseball. I'll never love. I'll never not love baseball. Baseball and I, um, it's like the first girl you ever loved, not the one you married, but the one you like. It never quite exits your brain, or you know, first love of any kind. Like baseball is mm-hmm. the first sport I ever really loved, and I always will. And matter of fact, I'm 
super interested in it. And because I found different ways to enjoy it, I have really enjoyable, enduring long-term dynasty fantasy league that I play in. Um, so like doing the research for that and, and getting ahead of like, you know, what's cool or, you know, who's coming up and understanding, you know, be more connected to the young players. That's great. The mirrors obviously are, uh, uh, at least of some interest a bunch of bunch of the the minor leaguers that have been promised for so many years are finally here uh, mm-hmm. but to your point one it's april two you're talking about a 34 year old pitcher who has had numerous injuries over the course of his career three pitchers don't train for nine inning outings anymore seven is the full go right 100 pitches seven innings that is the full go so pit whether it's pitch count or innings that's what he was expecting and that's what he's you know and the mental game is just as much of it as anything else sure. and finally it it just you, no one else is going to care in 90 days. So even if he had completed the perfect game, it would have been a bright spot, fun story. I just don't think it matters in the big picture anymore. And you know, the fans I think would want a championship and they will curse out a pitch all season way more than they want a single moment of, uh, of memories. And that's the, and that's the thing about then that again, this is the whole modern game is different, right? I mean, it's no longer Nolan Ryan throws 220 pitches over 13 innings. Right? <laughs> Striking sure. out 19 people or whatever that stat is, um, it, which is too bad. You know, again, I mean, there, there, there are certain things in, you know, there are certain things in sports that are, that I think are, that, that are at the very top of the list of things you can accomplish in the sport. And for a pitcher, a perfect game is, you know, is a, in terms of an individual record and in terms of an individual accomplishment is the top of the lit is the top of the heap. I guess. Yeah. I mean, and maybe if, if it was later in the season, I think that, you know, it's cause that's another thing. If it's pitching in August, it's cold out right now. Right. Mm-hmm. If we're pitching in August and it's 80 degrees or 75 degrees and he's not laboring. Let him stand loose. You were just talking about how much more fun you had playing golf in the warm weather. Cause you felt it, like it was easier to play. Oh, I do. I know I'm missing the warm weather now that you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was in Palm Springs last week and it was 95 degrees every day. It was awesome. Yeah. And then we came back here, and it's now snowing. <laughs> it is pretty cold for this time of year. <laughs> it is low forties. It's tough. Uh, but yeah. that being said, that's all I had to say about it. I thought, you know, I was I was trying to think that, you know, I guess this is where the, you know, maybe if you had, uh, I don't know, like if you were in basketball, if you were playing basketball, and you were, you know, maybe going to score eighty points or something like that, and they pull you in after the third quarter because you know whatever it's like ah you know let's leave me in let me score 80 why not i suppose i mean i guess it just depends on the situation i think in this particular situation it's not worth the risk yeah for the accomplishment yeah fair enough all right all right so for our next segment i have um stumbled across something that i i thought was illustrative of the way a narrative catches hold in society and then just becomes the truth um because i came across this poster for basically jaywalking and it is from so here's the the backstory is like in the 1920s cars slaughtered so many pedestrians that the public was furious car owners were regarded as sociopaths car sales dipped in 1924 so the auto industry fought back with a clever ploy jaywalking if you got hit it was your fault (laughs) and essentially it's propaganda from the capitalist propaganda from the car companies to tell you that it you know what? It's it's victim blaming because if you got hit, it's your fault. Here's what the things that say the, the poster. They it's, it's a cartoonish poster. Okay, it says a traffic problem, jaywalking, and we've got uh, a graduate jaywalker depicted as an angel. Um, we have 
cowbell from on the jaywalkers uh so they have to wear them like a cow so that you can hear hear them if they're crossing the street this guy's sure. just sort of he's the cartoon he's you know drawn with like big bug eyes like all spaced out and he's just walking across the street with a, a car bearing down on him um jaywalking is more is far more dangerous than looking down the barrel of a gun according to this <laughs> The uniform for jaywalkers is tying the tying. They have to tie a mattress and pillows all around themselves in case they get struck by a car. Anyway, I, I laughed at this because it is absolutely what happens every single time there's any kind of pushback on somebody, you know, making a product or making money that's harming the public. It and it's it, it's it, we've seen like it at a grand scale during the pandemic where now we've shifted it completely to individual responsibility, right? And it just it cracks me up that if you just get enough people to say something. It becomes the truth, regardless of whether or not it's actually true. I mean, the early days of auto safety, first of all, they were just figuring this shit out. Like, it doesn't surprise me that tons of people got killed driving cars or getting hit <laughs> by cars or anything like that. I mean, talk about the wrench that like, like, okay, all of a sudden, like, there's no cars. And then all of a sudden there are cars all the time. Like, right. We had to learn to like from a public safety standpoint, how to, how to deal with this. And, and <laughs> I just, the thought of like an inordinate amount of people getting slaughtered by cars is just horrifying. Right? It's, I mean, like, it's up again now because we have all these insane trucks where nobody can see pedestrians. Yeah. I and they're know. like, there's stories about trying to make the trucks as big and as mean as possible because it appeals, appeals to the, the purchasing demographic. And that's having a direct impact on pedestrians being killed in, certain types of cities in certain types of, of, of settings where, yeah, but those people shouldn't be in the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. You know, wear a cross, helmet. If you're going to be on the sidewalk cross between the lines, wait for the light. Like, I don't know. I mean, they're obviously it's uh, I'm, I'm making light of this, but the, it is a funny thing. Cause transit is like so important in modern society. So, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody has cars and, we don't have walking neighborhoods. I mean, this is not, this is not, you know, in Europe, I wonder, it'd be funny to sort of compare this to like how, how it works in Europe where, where people walk more. Right. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I think that, I think that the more rural you get, my sense is the more dangerous it gets. <laughs> like, not sure. Like if you're in New York city, I, you probably don't get hit by cars. As, or like know. it's light tapping, lots of hit, lots, lots of strikes, but like very few, like lots of, Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. Kind of like, like, yeah. like slap your car kind of thing. But, but you get out into like a smaller town again, where people are not paying attention or, mm. you know, people are a lot more careless about where they step off the curb because you know, whatever. And, uh, and they get run over. That's terrible. <laughs> when I lived in a small farming town, I would not have walked on those streets at night. First of all, lots of people driving home and in, in the dark were not sober and, and there's no lights. There's no sidewalks. You would just be basically like you could jump into the culvert ditch if you didn't want to get hit by the car. <laughs> right. There's no shoulder. There's no nothing. No. It's like this. It's like barely it's barely enough room for two cars to pass each other going both ways. And uh, and they, and the thing I noticed when I was in my small town, my small hometown the last time I was there, like the, the roads are incredibly arched. Do you, do you remember this? Yes, yeah, the big roads? dome, so there's never any water, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, and yeah, you're, you're just going to get run over. <laughs> if you're not wearing something, even if you're wearing something reflective. Like, That's why drunk drivers know. in the farm town always go in the ditch. Because the road's got the big crown on it. 
<laughs> oh, you put your pickup in the ditch, didn't you? Oh, you yeah. walked home, huh? Right. Oh, what happened? <laughs> you just see all the mud on the side of their car where they like went in the ditch. Big fender, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, is jaywalking propaganda? Maybe. <laughs> I think that, you know, and I don't mean to, to dive into the deep end, um, but I, it just, it, 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 it is indicative of, to me of the way messaging is managed in our country, particularly political messaging. Just like we're like a, a 200 people that make appearances on media are going to say the word groomer 15 times in every news spot. Sure. And there's absolutely no response whatsoever. It's like, well, we're just going to ignore that and, and be the bigger people. And it's like, that shit's not working. So you might want to pick a message and all decide to say it. Mm-hmm. All right. Take me to Augusta and the Wordle Masters. Chris. The Wordle Masters. So we're not going to talk about the golf tournament. I don't know why not. Way we wouldn't, but we're just not gonna. But prior to the Masters, and and I don't know if you are a Wordle player. Are you a Wordle player? Yes, but not a poster. Right. So, so I'm this snob was, about it. Right. So I'm not a poster either, mm-hmm. but with our, I'm sorry you didn't get invited to the Wordle Masters. You might try to apply for, uh, you might try to apply for next year, but friends of the show, Josh and Brian, some other friends, some other Matt Jardina. Um, I don't know. We just got into this sort of uh, thing about how the Wordle Masters will just for the next 18 days, we're going to just use Wordle as golf. Okay. So, so we just took the card, the the, we just took the scorecard from the Masters, and those are your pars. And every day you play Wordle, you post it. Like somebody posts first, usually usually Brian because he's in the middle, he's in the Midwest, and we all just put our we just post our Wordles underneath and how you got it. And so now we're just playing golf, except you're playing Wordle. And oh, okay. If you, and if and if it's a par three that day, you like if you get four, you make bogey, and then you make up some funny story about how you like hit it in the trees or like did something shitty like from a golf perspective or if you do something good and at the end of 18 days of wordle i will stop posting about wordle because the wordle masters will be over and we'll just see where we stand it was just a funny thing to do with wordle that no one was doing so i thought it was i uh, like it i, it I don't funny. feel any kind of way about not being invited because i muted the five green boxes like the third day <laughs> i was like nah fuck this <laughs> i don't want to see any of this it's over well so you haven't been that's why you haven't seen the wordle masters mm-hmm. since i don't see them at all since you're on the mute so that's uh but that's that's the wordle masters it's been pretty fun i'm currently i think i'm currently i think i'm currently two under but i doubled the first day so i like hurdle Hurdle is it? I'm okay, very so good. Wordle. It's name that tune. So oh, is that what it is? Hurdle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you get like a snippet and a longer snippet, and you get so many guesses. Okay. That's funny. I like that's a um, variant. Yes, I like Wardle. W A R. It's a baseball game. You have to get, guess the name of the ma- of a major leaguer. So okay. you just you, and then it gives you um, context, like which division they're in, which bat right throws right, like there's a, a there's, age and yeah. That's a that's a good that's good for fantasy baseball nerds. There's a fantasy football nerd version of that called Weddle. <laughs> okay and uh it's the same deal it's like it gives you like the division their 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 you know their position all this other stuff and you just have to guess the name and i think the nba one is called portal portal well, there's like a there's an nba player named like Jakob portal <laughs> i'm not okay. i don't know if i'm saying that correctly all right yeah. So anyway, I, I haven't really been playing the Wordle variants, but I, I did play a couple of days of Weddle, and I thought it was funny. I thought it was a funny idea, but it never stuck with me. It's not something I, I would go to every day. 
The baseball one's fun just because the way the categories break down. Mm. Yeah. So I like the Wordle Masters though. Yeah. It, it, it was a, it was a funny idea, and so again, you know, again, I'll just I'll play it, and then I'll stop posting about Wordle once the Wordle Masters is over, and then. What, maybe what next year, and maybe next year it'll be a tradition like, uh, like, uh, like no other. Um, what hole are we on? I think we just, I think we just got done through the front nine. So we started a couple days before the master started. So um, here it is. Currently, I am. Oh, I'm better than I thought. I'm three under through nine. Okay. After so nine doubling, more days. After, huh? after doubling the first, so nine more days of the Wordle Masters. Well, good luck to you. Thank you so much. All right. So I, I think that when the Will Smith thing happened, not that anyone needed any additional takes, but it was the first time since we had taken the hiatus that I was really like, hey, I kind of wish we were still doing the show. <laughs> because Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock and it wasn't a bit. Wild. That's as wild, that's wi- as wild of live TV as you're ever going to see in your life. And credit to Chris Rock, who just sort of shrugged it off. Yeah, he compartmentalized it and got his job done, and yeah. and I'm sure he, I'm sure after it was all said and done, it was he went home and went, "What the hell just happened?" Like, <laughs> I, yeah, lot lot of credit to him for 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 how he handled it. So the next day, I myself posted a a, a few line story basically about one time when I got punched. Okay, and it was for talking about some guy's girlfriend, and. Uh, here's the thing. Not, this person was not the smartest person that I've ever met. Um, and I don't even think he realized that like the joke I was making was basically about him getting laid. I'm not even sure that he got that, got it. Okay. All he knew was that I had brought up sex and his girlfriend in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for him to like walk over and punch me in the stomach <laughs> and quite literally throw me out the front door and like down three steps. Like front, hard, like, like punched you like, like hard enough, enough to, to take me enough that I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Incapacitatory punch, but to the stomach. Um, and what I posted was that, did I deserve that? No, but did I learn something? Yes. And <laughs> while I don't think that Will Smith should have slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars, um, I think he could have slapped him elsewhere. Again, it's later about, on. <laughs> it's all about context. Like live on the Oscars is not the place to strike someone in a shitty bar in, you know, in in some small town, if you decide to shoot your, if you decide to run your mouth about something that, that someone doesn't think you should be running your mouth about, you might get slugged. And in that context, fine, because you as a person have to understand your surroundings Mm -hmm. and what you can say in those particular surroundings. Should someone decide you running your mouth, should cause you violence. (laughs) Well, so that's the interesting thing, right? Because so many people like freaked out. Like we shouldn't, this, this, we should never have this in society. And I'm like, this is not divergent. This is not like the utopian, like we're not the erudite (laughs) and there's no violence. Like it's whatever, whatever dystopian or utopian future you want to think of. That's not where we live. Right. This is not demolition man. Right. All right. Like if Um, you're walking down the street and some stranger pushed my kid down, I would beat that guy till, till, (laughs) till he, barely twitched you know i actually think that the lack of social violence to some extent is a problem in our society not that because it, it, this sounds terrible and you know what there's a lot of people who would be happy to cancel us for having this <laughs> but there's people some people need to get punched because they just simply don't understand that you can't just say whatever you want to whoever you want no matter where you're at 
Right. And, you know, to some, I think there is some value, <laughs> as terrible as it sounds, in the, you know, a threat of mild violence. I mean, the problem now is you can't get into a disagreement because you're going to be afraid to get shot. Well, that's the thing. It's like the only, there's no more mild violence. Like, it's right. all serious violence now. Right. So that's, that's another good reason to not shoot your mouth off in public. But the, but the context is a comedian makes a joke. Right. On a live t- on a telecast that is famous for comedian hosts making jokes about the people reaction. who are it was an insane reaction and you know if he didn't understand what you know jada pinkett's deal was with her hair and it's like fine it's like you know at the end of you know maybe the, they maybe you get him on twitter say chris hey just want to let you know that the hair joke didn't go over very well because Jada has alopecia and she's really sensitive about it. And I'm sure he'd have said, you know what, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't really, you know, it's, I, I made the joke. It's, I didn't mean anything by it. It's just, we're just having fun here because that's what comedians do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, it's like if he would have slapped someone like Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle probably would have done 45 minutes of hair jokes. Right. Like right after you slapped it, right? He, he wouldn't have been, he's been like, you want, you're going to slap me for that joke? Wait till you hear the next, wait till you hear this next joke, right? He Not just, to mention that the optics of sort of being the uh, like actual larger man. Uh-huh. And then, and you know, and, and threatening violence on someone. It's not a great look when he was kind of, no. pretty mild. No. I, wonder, I didn't I want to talk about Will Smith. The point was not to talk about whether or not Will Smith was justified because I ultimately don't care. No. I was insane. I, 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 it, I wonder how it's going to affect his career. Like I'm gonna still watch like some Will Smith show movies that I like. I'm mean, I'm not gonna turn them off because he slapped Chris Rock. But I also it's also interesting to see what happens next for him when he tries to open a movie or tries to do something. I mean, it's gonna be I don't know. I don't, I really don't know what's gonna do for him. It's gonna be interesting. It'd be weird. I don't either. But Louis C.K. won a Grammy. <laughs> so maybe you know, nothing is the answer. You know, I mean. Eventually, I mean, eventually we all have to sort of like, mm. you know, separate the artist from the art kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. We do if it all the time. The kind we of do performer, it all the time. You still listen the kind to Thriller. Of performer. You still listen to Thriller. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it from you, pal. <laughs> I'm not Thriller. I mean, the record. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Re- that's, just a vo- that's just a recorded voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no person behind that at all. Could be a computer. It could be. I don't know, but I'm just saying it's like all those people are fucked up and broken, but they're tremendous entertainers. So, I mean, I mean, hopefully they don't do too much damage before they die and they give us something to be entertained by. I mean, it's, I mean, that's the same thing that people who listen to this show think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, somehow we made it through the whole menu. Wow. I didn't think we'd do it. That's amazing. But you know what part of the show this is. Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready. <laughs> it's dead jokes of the week. Woohoo! <laughs> did you like that? I did. Okay, so the genesis of this segment was originally that I was gifted a dad joke of the week calendar um, back at the end of 2019, I think, or maybe 2018. Who can who can say? <laughs> the last, <laughs> the last five boring. years has all happened in the last 24 months. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow 2015 is, tw- is seven years ago. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, so, but th- that makes doing this again a challenge because I didn't, I could have just copped out and got, the, I guess I could have just bought the calendar again. 
but it was getting a little repetitive. So now we have to like mine the internet for you know it, it, exciting dad jokes. Chris, I, I hope you're still going to craft originals as in as much as you're able to, but I'm not going to hold you to that standard. Right. Um, Thank you. So I have a couple that, to start with, uh, and. I, I, you know, I mean, let's, you know, everybody knows how it goes. What am I doing? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> bullshitting for no reason. Just keep babbling. Phil, Phil, Phil. All right. You ready? Yeah. Karl Marx is a historically famous philosopher, but no one ever mentions, mentions his sister, Anya, the inventor of the starting pistol. <laughs> Anya Marx. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a debate with a flat earther. He said he'll walk to the edge of the earth to prove me wrong. I'm sure he'll come around. <laughs> courtesy only? Yeah. Courtesy. All right. Someone asked me to name two structures that hold water. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> could, you, could you have delivered? You should have delivered that like Martin Lawrence. Well, damn. <laughs> Gina. We should make, yeah, it should have been a Gina. Well, damn Gina joke there. If I ever say damn Gina, I'm never recording another minute of podcasting ever again. Are you fucking kidding me? Let's say damn Gina. (laughs) Well, damn Gina. I just said it like four times. All right. right. Boo. 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 (laughs) This this, this soundboard is going to be the death of me. I knew you were going to hate it. I love it as much. The walk from my house to the bar is five minutes. From the bar to my house is 35 minutes. The difference is staggering. <laughs> I think I had a version of that joke from way, way, way back. It's very possible. Yeah. Um, all right. And then finally, what do you call it when all your mother's sisters gather at a funeral to avenge your death? <laughs> Vigilantes. <laughs> Vigilantes. <laughs> All right. Oh. Maybe I'll save the sound effects for just when you come up with your originals and I can judge them. <laughs> Wait a minute. That seems, seems kind of mean, actually. Might be. All right. Here's, are you ready? Okay. So here's the... So I'm just going to give you the, the, the one from the, the canned one, the one that I found, and then the okay. one that I tried to craft. So this is the first... This is the one I found. I spilled laundry detergent all over myself and the basket I've, of clothes that I was carrying. There was nothing I could do. My hands were tied. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, this is the <laughs> this one's a this one's you know this one's because of an upcoming movie that's coming out. Okay. All right. The police locked me up, and all I have is a quarter, two dimes, and six pennies. I'm trapped in a Nicholas Cage. Okay. <laughs> Massive talent. Yes. By the way, it looks I like to be an outstanding movie. I'm I. I have not been excited for a Nicolas Cage movie in, I can't remember when, but I'm actually very excited to watch that. When it's it, a good, it looks to, like a good bit. It does. Let's it's see so if they can stretch it the whole time, but it, <laughs> the premise is amazing. It really is. It's, uh, Nick, we need you to play yourself. Yeah. Okay. It's basically like a diehard scenario. Yeah. <laughs> it's so All weird. Right. That's it for Dad Jokes of the Week. All right, so like I said, I wasn't sure if we were going to have an overtime or not. And while we were talking, I thought of one. So overtime. I have a question for you. Yes. How long can my neighbors leave their trash cans on the street before I can rightfully get upset about it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my trash cans get picked up on Monday. Mine so too. Put them out on Monday Sunday. morning. Monday, Monday morning. 
if I come home on Wednesday from work and those are still out there, uh, you're, you're at least you're going to get like, I'm going to roll down my window and boo as I drive by your house. Well, I drug the trash cans into the guy's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> on Wednesday? It was Friday morning. <laughs> on a Friday morning? So they spent the whole week out on the street. And by that time, they were like, they had somehow, you know, you know how like empty recycle bins on the street, even in the suburbs, just collect cans, like empty cans of malt liquor and like <laughs> four loco. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Like the, the reason I got mad is because they're empty and it was windy and it's like blowing and it's, it, it's I, I had to go basically like pick up garbage out of the ditch outside my house because he puts his trash cans um, right, it's right up against the culvert that uh, is borders my property. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picking garbage and many times there's garbage that gets blown in the ditch. It just, it happens. Yeah. Because but, then the, when the, when the trash truck shakes the cans into the, into the back, it doesn't like always get everything things, in there. Yeah. Things get away. The most amazing thing, by the way, anybody who doesn't have these trash trucks, our, our trash trucks out here have an arm now and they reach out and they pick it up and they dump the thing in from the side. And it's funny because they have to shake it <laughs> a lot of times. So if you watch it, it's really entertaining because it's like sticks and sticks and you can see him like, he, it's very artful, whatever he's doing with the, it's, it's like watching the guy, the, uh, the backhoe operator, like move the coins. You ever seen those videos? <laughs> yes. like, just insane, ba- like skills with the, um, the, like, I, I, this is why we have to, I have to do more prep because I can't remember <laughs> the words for things anymore. <laughs> God, it'll come worse as, as you, as you practice, as we do this, it'll come, it'll be, it'll, it'll get better. It'll get, it'll be, I don't better. think so. I think <laughs> I'm just getting old. I just, my brain is just crapping it's just out. Practicing. It's just about practicing. No, okay, it's not. It. Anyway. So I, I just, I want to leave a note. Don't store your trash cans on the street. This is not the first time I've had to do this. Now, mm. granted, we've almost lived here for six is and a half years. And this is, is maybe this the third time. Is this the, the dirt bike redneck people? No, 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 no. And he's oh, not okay. a redneck. He drives a Tesla. He's Ooh, the, just a dirt bike redneck. They're he's not, not redneck. a redneck. No. Oh, I he's just someone... he's just a dirt bike guy. Oh, okay. But it's not them. I don't think you want to get in a war with the dirt bike people. No. But th- is this is this like just some older person? I don't know. I don't actually know who lives in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I did say I really I waited till Friday because I'm trying to get the benefit of the doubt, right? Like maybe you're yeah. ill or out of or out of town or, or whatever. Just but kick I, I them just, over. Just next time, like if it's on Wednesday, Wednesday you come out of your house Wednesday afternoon. Those cans are silly. Just kick them over. Just I might. Just, just I well, but that's the problem. Kick them is into it, the ditch. Just kill no, it. It's my <laughs> ditch. I had to pick up the steel reserve cans and throw them back in the recycle bin because the empty bin had been blown over by the wind. And the teens throwing the malt liquor cans away. They, they don't care. <laughs> so kick them into a different ditch. I'm going to put turn him upside down on his front porch right in front of his door. <laughs> just pick him up and just wing them into his yard. <laughs> Pretty much. That's yeah. what you do. It's just like three throw. houses down. It's like, it's, it's an, the way our, it, they live on like this, the truck can't go down the street they live on. So they have to bring their, their, there's like that's five why, houses on this like, one and, short street. Oh, that's, and they don't, they probably just like, don't even like go by there then. Right. They like, like they park their car and their garage goes out a different street. And they no, just, it's the same. They just have to really, walk they just out. drive by it every day. Like, yes. and just like, like just openly like, flaunt them. I guess. That's I should up. like stab them. So there's like holes and stuff in them. Like, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> just set them on fire. Yeah. Nice yeah, trash I, can. Same ser- shit. Happen to them. Ser- serious vandalism. Let's, let's consider it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's our show. Welcome back to episode 201. Our thanks to all of you who are still, Listening, if you're still subscribed and you got this on your downloads automatically, we love you. You are the best. Um, and you know, on t- the two on three pod, this is where we endlessly pursue life's ideal recipe just now in smaller bites. 
subscribe, review, still tell your friends, still tell your enemies, and meet us here in two weeks? Two weeks. All right. And until then, peace.